Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Jeremy Scuffins Podcast, a review show coming to you on this Wednesday evening here with an episode titled, It Won't Happen Overnight. Now, this is coming from a handful of places. Uh, most recently, just today in our, my office, I was having a conversation with one of our young coaches there and uh, talking about patience and comparison and the internet and all the things that people are guilty of doing, maybe now more so than ever. And not that I don't think... Uh, People older than millennials lack patience because there's many people my age who lack it. People who are older than me, it's been going on through probably, you know, the history of time. People have been, you know, trying to keep up with the Joneses. They've been playing the comparison game. They're th- they're setting these goals, and they're arbitrary goals because they just they threw them out there and then be, they became married to an idea. And the conversation I was having was, you know, we're the only mammals that can have thoughts about our thoughts. And a lot of people tend not to do that because it's called critical thinking. And it takes the next step in, you know, I guess your mental evolution to think about why you want the things that you want, why you're really chasing those goals, why that arbitrary number, that arbitrary time frame means something to you. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but understanding why you want the things that you want, I think is important. Understanding why you're doing the tasks you're doing, why you want the praise, the feedback, the adoration, and why do you want it so quickly? And that's where this is coming from. And the, the funny thing is, as, as destiny or you know God or the universe or source energy or whatever you choose to believe in would have it, as I'm writing this uh, blog post, which is, gonna, is obviously turned into a podcast, if you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you and welcome, uh, BJ Gadur is texting me, and, and we didn't talk about this, it just, you know, I guess great minds think alike, if you will, and so BJ had texted me two videos, and, and I'm typing this and I can't see the videos on my phone, I just see his text message come up and it's some videos, and usually he's sending me some stuff about the industry or our peers or somebody, and sometimes it's just people doing some complete bullshit in fitness, and then him and I can have our, you know, banter about it. But he sent me these two videos of him and his wife's first two of the first like videos you know he had online where it's like workout muse bootcamp automator and he's uh, showing it was a squat I think in one and the other one's like a squat to pull. A um, he looks about 25 years older on this video that was had to be done at least 10 years ago. And two, his form is so shitty and he looks so bad, like he's in such terrible shape compared to what he's in today. And uh, he sends me that and he's like, hey man, you know, just just goes to show how, how far we've come on this journey and I'm, I'm happy to, you know, have, you know, been riding it with you and continue to do so. And so in return, I pull up a video of mine from, I think it was 2011. And I am so awful at speaking on camera in 2011. Like I am so terrible. The fact that you can hear me speak today and you guys see me on camera or see me on you know the men's health stuff or Reebok shit or whatever I'm doing, um, it's a, I'm a night and day difference person. But that was 2011. Obviously now this is 2019. I mean, the video quality, my speaking quality, how nervous I basically am and awkward I am even looking at a camera. I'm sure my wife is filming it or, or Dave or Ben or somebody. And, and I show my wife to it. And she's like, these are terrible. You need to share these on the internet. And I'll, and I'll try to find a way to, to share them to you guys so you can see them. They do exist on YouTube if you go back to our oldest, oldest videos. And even as I'm working out, I'm doing like a, a Dave Schmitz kind of bandman uh, workout routine. And she's like, God, you don't need, she goes, you don't even work out well. You don't, she goes, you don't even show exercise good. Like that's the progression of, of, if you guys know BJ and you know myself and you see our moves, you see how we move through space, how our, how strong we are, how much mobility we have, how much coordination, how much timing compared to what it was just seven, eight years ago. And that's where this is coming from, that it won't happen overnight. 
whether we're talking about you know getting rich, getting out of debt, graduating, getting your dream job, traveling the world, writing a book, getting a degree, being in whatever shape you choose to be in, it's not going to happen overnight. And the, the body that I sit in today, uh, the financial situation that I'm in, uh, where my business is at today, how I speak, how I talk, how I think for that matter, how I live my life, how I treat other people, it didn't happen overnight for me. And I can almost promise it won't happen overnight for you. In fact, I think if you look at anybody who you think is, you know, quote unquote, crushing it or anybody who has made it, which I don't know what that term really means. And I think if you guys ever do arrive to a goal or a setting that you have set for yourself, you're not going to feel like you, quote unquote, have made it. And if you do feel that way, I think you've probably lost at that point. And, and I'm not judging, but all the goals that I've ever set out, I've achieved, you know, 10 times over. And I still don't feel like I have, quote unquote, made it. But for anybody that you see on the internet you think has made it, or you think that, you know, has had any form of long-term success, which to me is, you know, over a decade plus, it didn't happen overnight for them. And I can promise you the shit wasn't easy for them, and it won't be easy for you either. They took more than a few kicks in the nuts and punches to the face, and they have more than a few emotional scars to show for their journey today as they sit here as do I as does BJ as to anybody you know who has you know kind of been in the trenches and, and done this life and done what we've done you know pre basically internet uh, you know at scale until now and trust me if anybody gets it you guys I do um, I've owned you know a brick and mortar gym for over a decade now solo I've built multiple entities off of Jeremy Scott Fitness that I feel have been more than successful. And what I mean by that is it's allowed me to live a lifestyle that I choose to live and help people at scale that I never would have been able to help before. And it's allowed my wife and I to be able to give back to the world and to travel and to do things with friends and family and live our life the way that we choose to. And it's been able to buy us a lifestyle with, you know, some form of, you know, financial security, meaning, you know, we're not dead broke. We don't live check to check. Um... We're not so stressed out about, you know, if the world is going to melt, we won't make it. Now, that's taken me over a decade of working 100 hours a week, killing myself to get there. The shit was not easy for me, and it still isn't easy today, for that matter. I like what I do. I love my process of it, but the word easy or relaxed or stress-free is not how I would describe it. Now, I'm willing to take on as much stress as I want to take on. I compartmentalize it, and I use it the way I do, but again not easy to do and it didn't happen overnight and many of you guys have probably seen me you know you met me through instagram um, or men's health or anywhere in the fitness space on probably some major brand or platform or maybe it was just my own ig over the past probably two or three years um, i've existed long before two or three years um, even on the internet uh, for a decade plus online for that matter actually 11 probably in terms of a facebook business page i think we've had one for like 12 years that's how far back it goes. Then when Instagram came about, obviously the blog was alive even before that. But most of you have, have popped on and seen me or heard of me probably just recently in the last two or three years. The diehard Jeremy Scott Fitness people, I love you guys, who worked with me you know, in a park or then you know, at peak performance or in a 400-square-foot training space in my own building and then obviously to the building that we bought now. You guys have known me longer than that, but most of you two or three years. And just recently, I've gotten a handful of comments on Instagram um, and the podcast saying, 
you know, Jeremy, quote unquote, you're a legend, man. And they'll do like the little goat emoji, greatest of all time. I do, uh, you know, things like that. Or you're crushing it or the other, you know, trainers or people in the fitness space say, I want to be as quote unquote successful as you are one day and I want to do what you do. First off, let me say, it's very humbling um, for, to hear that from fitness enthusiasts, um, other fitness professionals, and my peers, for them to say such nice things about me and my life and the work that they can see me doing. Um, I, I really do appreciate it, and it means more than you know when I do hear that from people who I do respect and have an appreciation for. But for all the successes and the wins and the amazing, fun, cool, dope shit you get to see me do on the surface, just know that I've struggled to make this life happen more than a lot of you guys can possibly imagine. Now, I don't share a lot of the the, the huge losses or the setbacks or the negative things or, you know, you know, I don't want to say like the depressing stuff or the loneliness of it, but that's the reality uh, when you're trying to build something from scratch. Um, and I don't share that not because I don't want I don't want to come off as like I'm soft or I'm complaining, but for the fact of like we all go through shit and we do. And I don't want to. You guys have enough bullshit in your life that you deal with, enough depressing stuff. I don't want to dump my shit on you. If I'm having the worst day ever and I come on the podcast, I don't want you to hear about it. If I'm having a terrible day and I walk into our facility and we got a group of 24 people there, I want them to just think I'm having the best day ever because I, I don't want to rain on their parade because for some of them, the best part of their day is coming in to do what we do. So that's why I don't share all the negative shit. But just so we're clear, when you see me on Instagram or traveling and having fun and doing all the cool shit I get to do now, and my life is amazing, it's awesome, don't feel bad for me, I wouldn't trade it for the world, but just know it wasn't an easy path to get here. I have struggled more than most of you guys can possibly imagine. It has taken a Herculean-like mental effort not to quit like a thousand fucking times over the past decade, um, this business and this life and this profession and what I do. It has taken a disgusting, sickening work ethic that has exhausted me to levels that I didn't even know my body was capable of at certain points in times. Like there's days where I'm literally like I'd wake up and be like, I don't know how I'm driving to work at this point. Or there's days where I'm standing up and I'm saying, literally, I could fall asleep in a split second. Like that's how drained physically and mentally my body would have been. You know, a lot of times before we had the system set up in place we do today, and even now at this point, there's times in the last 12 months where I've like looked in the mirror and been like, bro, I don't know how the fuck you're doing this. And sometimes it's just like a, a mental adrenaline. If it's, you know, because you feel it's your calling, your craft, or your mission, but that's like sometimes what it takes, like almost this, you know, outer body experience to be able to, to keep doing because you're just drained on all levels. And, and there are spans of, you know, feeling like it was going to come crashing down, you know, at any minute, you know, when you, anybody who runs a small business, I think you've probably felt that. And, you know, keeping it 100% real with you guys, I think as a entrepreneur as a you know small business owner you always have a little bit of that feeling deep down inside that at any minute the whole you know house of cards can come crashing down because at the end of the day whether we're you know we're experts we're you know geniuses whatever the, the wording people choose to use like none of us really knows what the fuck we're doing like there's no handbook for this shit like we're all just making it up on the fly and we're trying to do the best that we can and just trying to roll with the punches you know uh, a lot of curveballs come your way, and, and even though the most routine of us um, 
things always pop up, man. And so you always kind of have that feeling of, well, I need to, you know, make sure my shit is tight because if it's not, you know, this whole big thing could just come to an end. And I never knew quote unquote success, uh, as the world sees it or gauges it or talks about it came with so much stress, anxiety, and fear. And I'm not a genius uh, by any means. I've I've shared that before many times. Uh, IQ wise, most of you are much, much smarter than me. Um, EQ wise, emotional intelligence, I think I do have a unique gift, uh, the way I can relate to certain people and understand um, if I have like an empathy gene, if that exists in humans, which I don't think most humans have it, I believe I do. But in terms of IQ wise and learning stuff, I got to try real hard to learn basic shit, man. I I can't say that any more simple. Uh, And so things never came easy to me. And I've had to die over and over and over again to become a quote-unquote success, if that's what you want to describe it at, in this profession. Um, I had no idea that it would have been this much work when I started. And uh, honestly, if I knew that, I probably wouldn't have gotten to the fitness game in the first place. Because, man, it uh, when you're starting from scratch at that, that baseline entry point, it is not super fun. Because um, you work way too fucking hard and way too many hours for way too little money, at least in those first couple of years. And even after that, man, uh, depending on how you set up the system, the hours can be murder if you really want to be in the service business and help people at scale. I'm not talking about just make money. I'm talking about really help people and be present for them and show up for them consistently over and over and over again. And sometimes, you know, not putting yourself first, which I'm way better at doing that now. I do things that fit my ecosystem, my life, and my schedule. But even though so, like the hours are still rough um, for some people. I set my schedule up the way that works for me. And obviously, if you do it right over time, the money does improve and you can make money. So don't feel um, you know, super bad for me saying that. But just know, for those of you out there who want to start your own thing or try your own thing or do your own thing or make a certain amount of money, um, for a lot of you guys, it's going to be really tough to do up front. You're going to have to eat a lot of shit in the beginning. I think that's anybody who's learning the ropes or trying to master their craft. Um, it doesn't happen overnight. You just have to be okay with that. Um, but I sit here today you know, being a quote unquote, you know, legend from the people on Instagram or like, I laugh even the, the, the term of it alone. I'm not a legend of anything. You guys, I'm just a normal dude who works really fucking hard and tries to really help people. And that's hope. I hope that's what people get from me. Um, I don't think of myself as anything special. I, I do have a disgusting work ethic. Um, I'm willing to outwork basically fucking anybody and I'm going to be the last dude standing and I'm going to die, you know, fucking trying to make it happen. I don't think many people would do that. And maybe that's because I'm just stupid and stubborn, um, but that's who I am. But sitting here today in this position, from the outside, people probably, you know, they just see the sunshine and the rainbows and the winds. And there's a lot of those, man. My life is great. I wouldn't trade it for the world. But what you don't see is the hundreds of losses that I've had over the years. And even the losses that I still chew on privately basically every single day. And the point I'm driving home is, you know, not to feel bad for for me or for, you know, solo entrepreneurs or people who run small businesses or people that you see on platforms because it's, this is a life we all choose. I didn't, I didn't really know I was signing up for all of this, but um, at, at some point when you're in this life, you understand what you are signing up for and what you're doing. And all I want to drive home is that nothing great happens overnight. Nobody goes from entry level to CEO in a week, in a month, in a year. The same way you don't go from third grade to 10th grade in a year. You just have to go through the grades. You got to take your lumps, man. 
You got to earn the respect. You have to really put in the work. You have to have a body of work that solidifies you being worth whatever dollar amount you think you're worth. You having whatever, you know, influence you have. You being worth whatever following you have. You being ranked wherever you're ranked in the world at what you do. Mastery doesn't happen in 18 months. Mastery doesn't happen in 36 months. Mastery doesn't happen in five fucking years. Yet people want it in five minutes. That's not reality. Even the most talented of us have to die at their craft to do something. If you take basketball, for example, you don't think guys like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron are naturally gifted? They're some of the the most freakish athletes on the planet. You know what else they do? They fucking work at a pace and a scale to take care of their bodies and their minds and their training that most people would never do. And they refuse to lose. It's almost like a curse and a sickness they carry with them. And to think you'd have the audacity, just you're going to be amazing at something in two years without having the same level of talent and gifts that like those kind of people do, it's insanity to me. So for everyone out there who sees me in the public eye, I can rest assure you there's... You know, for every win you see, there is 10 major gut-wrenching losses I take in private. And that's just kind of, I think that's part of the game of running your own show and being your own boss and trying to do something that very few people can do. And it's way more work than I think people can imagine to do any great things in life, such as just having abs. You know, somebody who wants to, you know, be at sub percent, 7% body fat every single day. For a lot of people, it's really hard to make over $100,000 a year. You got to really grind or do a high level skill to do that and have a certain level of education and be in a certain ecosystem or be willing to hustle like most people will never hustle. It takes a ridiculous you know, effort to become a millionaire. For a lot of people, it's not going to happen. They're not patient enough to not spend money on toys and invest money on things. And able. they're not willing to be high earners for a long enough period of time to successfully have a net worth of over a million bucks. It's really hard for people to pay off their student loans early. It's hard for people to own their home outright, not have a mortgage. It's hard for people to get over, you know, the anxiety of public speaking or to, you know, write a book or to have an amazing marriage or to kick drug and alcohol addiction All those things take a shit ton of work, and they're really tough to do. The point of me sharing all those random arbitrary things, you can't be that naive to think you can do something amazing and awesome in life 10 times faster than those people who came before you, to the people that you admire, to the people you look up to, the people you think are crushing it. They struggled more than you'll ever fucking know. The real of us will share it. We'll talk about it. We'll let you know how long it really took. When someone asked me, Jeremy, you know, hey, I want to look like you. And I don't think I'm God's gift, you know, to, to bodies, but I'm in pretty good shape. And uh, people will say, how long did it take to look at you? I'm like, 36 years. That's how old I am. And they say, when did you start training? At 13. But if I'm being real, I was doing push-ups, squats, sit-ups, lunges, and every sport imaginable before that. So if you want to be honest, 25 years of training. Serious, just, you know, physique style training to make your body look and move and feel a certain way, 15 plus years. I'm not going to snow you. That's not easy to do. To think that you could do it in 15 months probably isn't going to happen, even with the best genetics. With everything amazing in life, it will require way more time, way more patience, and that's the key. You got to be patient with amazing stuff. It's going to take you way more effort, way more energy, and the sacrifice is going to be bigger than you ever thought imaginable. And I can't even explain how much you're going to have to sacrifice in order to get there. Now, this derived from, you know, 
me having a conversation today with our young coach, and he just wants a lot of stuff really fast. And that, and I admire the audacity and the you know the the dream of it, and you know the I guess the thought that these are the huge lofty goals you have. And I'm not saying they can't happen, but thinking that you can do something for 18 months or 24 months, and think that you can get into a career fresh out of college and make a hundred plus thousand dollars a year. Most of you, you're out of your fucking mind. It's probably not going to happen. you got to probably work your way up in order to do that. And you probably have to take on a lot more responsibility, be way better at what you do, help a lot more people, and be in the game a lot longer than you think. Just like you guys who, you know, you're 50 pounds overweight and you want to have six-pack abs in six months. It's probably not going to happen. You probably have to do a lot of legwork in order to get there. And that's okay. But patience for that is the key. And that's why I shared BJ texting me. And it's just, it's just perfect timing enough because... I use him because him and I go way back and we've been in this game for a long time and to see where we were just seven, eight years ago to where we're at today, it's, it's mind blowing. It really is. And is eight years long, I guess in some context, but if somebody would have tapped me on the shoulder and said, Hey man, eight years from you making this horseshit, terrible video where you look like you're about to shit your pants on camera because you're speaking so awful and you move so terribly and your mobility is so bad for as athletic as you are. In eight years, here's the 10 things that are going to happen in your life. In between now and then, here's the places you're going to go, the people you're going to meet, the opportunities you're going to get. Here's you know how much money you're going to have made. If somebody would have told me that, I would have thought it was a complete fucking fairy tale. I would have thought it was impossible for that to happen in an eight-year time frame. I would have been like, that's way too quick. That's way too much stuff. That's way too many things and gifts and, and blessings that I never thought would come my way. And sure as shit... I sit here today talking to you guys and all of that stuff would have been true. And yet many people want all those things to happen in 18 months. Now, maybe my, you know, one true gift is that I am patient probably to a fault and that I play it close to the chest and I'm willing to put in the work because I don't, I don't expect anything from anyone. I don't think I deserve anything. I don't think anything should come my way that I haven't been given or earned for that matter. And I think a lot of people are in a different boat in that, right? They think that they, they deserve stuff faster or they see somebody else doing it, you know, and they think they should be doing it. I'm not concerned about other people. Is there other people out there right now who I think are making way more money than me and getting way more shine and getting way more attention than I'm getting and I think I'm way better than them? Fuck yeah, I do think that. That's 100% fact in my, in, the, in my opinion. I think it's a fact in the world too if you compare us side by side, but hey, I can't hate on them. If they're in the right situation with the right time and they got the right skill set and the right gifts and that works for them, respect. I'm happy for you. What you're doing has nothing to do with what I'm doing. I'm not concerned with that. All I can do is the best I can do. And if I want to make noise in the space, I know what to do. I can make the noise. And whether, you know, we any of us ever feel we get our fair share or our fair do or make the money that we're supposed to make or get the adoration or the feedback or reach the status we think we're supposed to reach is irrelevant. All we can really do is our best and put in, you know, hard work every single day to the best of our ability, put ourselves in the best position to be successful, try to help people the best we can help and help as many of those people as possible to the best of our ability and be happy with where the chips fall. And that's how I approach every single day. And maybe that is when my one true gift is that I am not in a hurry to do a lot of things. I'm just willing to let them happen. I'm going to work my ass off at a pace that most people would die doing and have a sense of urgency, but laced with so much patience it'll make you sick. And the good news for all of you out there listening, if you truly want to live a life of your dreams, 
if you really want to live life on your own terms and do things the way that you want to do it, you know, travel how you want to travel, drive what you want to drive, live where you want to live, be in the shape you want to be in, you know, have the type of relationship that you want to have, I'm telling you it is possible. And it's more possible than you probably think. If you're willing to slow yourself down on your timelines and on the ideas you have in your head, you know how many people I meet, they'll say things like, Oh, females specifically, more so not dudes. It'll say, well, I just need to be married by this age. I've always, you know, I always dreamed of, or it was always my dream to be married by this age, by this time in this place and blah, da, 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 da. Why? Why does that time frame exist? Where does that time frame come from? Who told you you had to be married by 30? Who told you you had to be married by 35? Who told you you had to have a husband and three kids by this stage of life or this age of life? Where does that thought or that idea come from? Why are we trying to rush such serious things in life? I don't understand that. Each of us is meant to take life on its own path in its own terms, in its own time frame, and it will happen when it's supposed to happen. And if you need certain things to be sped up, ask yourself why you have to have it to happen by this date. Why is that number so important. If you need to make $100,000 per year, ask yourself why. Why is that the goal? Why wasn't it 92000 Why wasn't it 107000 Why wasn't it 86000 Why does that certain number hold so much specific meaning? Why does being a millionaire matter so much to people? And some people say, I have to be a millionaire by the time I'm 40, by the time I'm 50, or I just have to be a millionaire at some point in my life. And I'm not saying that isn't a great goal to have, but why? Why stop at a million? Why not two million? Why not 850000 Why not $3 million bucks? The point I'm driving at is sometimes we set these arbitrary goals, but we don't really have thoughts about our thoughts and like why they matter to us so much and why they're so important. And are they important to us? Or are they just important to the world to show people, hey, look what I did, look at me, let me tell you about it. I'm not judging either way. I'm just asking, when you set goals in your life, are they your goals or are they goals to impress other people? to make you seem important and give you accolades and feedback and shine and to fill some void that's missing in your life. Again, not judging. It's fine, but be honest with yourself of why you're setting these timelines. But if you're willing to slow yourself down on some of these goals you have, especially if they're great goals, like these are things that are life-changing and things that very few people can do, slow yourself down. Display a level of patience that will make you question your sanity and make other people around you question if you're okay mentally. Because I think a lot of people do that for me. But the patience is the key because God willing, a lot of you guys listening, if you're 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, with technology and, you know, fingers crossed, nothing, you know, drastic happens in your life, you're probably going to live another, I don't know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years. That's a whole nother lifetime that awesome shit can happen. And a lot of times when we put our heads down and we work really hard for five years, for seven years, we become a completely different human and have a completely different life. So if you're willing to do work today that you will not see or feel pay off for three, five, or ten years from now, you have a chance to live an epic fucking life. That I guarantee you. If you're willing to love the suck of it, if you're willing to get dirty, if you're willing to do the work other people won't do, if you're willing to appreciate the losses and understand that they're just many failures and they're just little, you know, what I like to call life lessons that you can learn from to improve on the next time, you're going to be okay. 
if you start to understand that without the valleys, without the losses and getting kicked in the nuts once in a while, there is no peaks. There are no major wins. That's why the losses exist. You learn from them, and the lows exist to make you appreciate the highs. If you're willing to truly love the process of this life and the journey of it, if you fall in love with that, you guys, more than the fame, more than the praise, more than the likes, more than the comments, more than the awards, more than the status, more than what your friends and parents think and people say on the internet, and more than the fucking money will bring you, then the end goal, you're going to win. If you start to appreciate, listen to me when I say this, and I have to repeat it, if you start to appreciate just the daily work you're doing, just the life you're living of helping people or whatever you do for your craft or for a living, or if it's training, you're trying to get a great body, just enjoy the process of the training or at least embrace the suck of it, of how bad pushing a sled sucks and how bad doing split squat sucks and how bad you know, it sucks to work 85 hours in a week. But if you start to appreciate that process more than the fame and the praise and the likes and the awards and the money will bring you, you are going to win. And you're going to win at a level that I can't even explain to you how fucking big it's going to be. If you're willing to work harder than you ever thought humanly possible, you're going to win. If you're willing to make sacrifices for numerous years that most people would never make for a single week, I can assure you that you are going to look and move and feel and accomplish more things and make more money and see more parts of the world than you can even imagine. And that's just straight up real talk. That is reality. Now, if you are not willing to do all of those things that I said before, then it's probably not going to happen for you. That's also the reality. If you're not willing to do all that, I don't see how those things are going to be possible for your life. The hardworking way is the only way that I know. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I didn't start this life out on third base. I've had to scrap and claw and work for everything I've had, and I still do to this day. And, uh, you know, as shitty as that is, um, I don't see it changing anytime soon. Like, I, I don't, I'm not related to anybody rich with a bunch of money, and uh, no super rich people love me that much to leave me millions of dollars. So I'm going to have to keep on working and hustling and serving people and, and being the best version of, of who I can be. And, and if that's my you know, the worst punishment I have in this life, um, I'll take it. Because for all of the things I don't have, there's a lot of awesome fucking shit that I do have. And if it's a gift of being able to to speak and educate and, and help people live a, you know, a healthy, happier, more meaningful life, then so be it. If that's my penance and that's the cross I have to bear and that's my, my craft and my gift and my calling, I'm going to do it with a smile, man. And even though it's, it's hard work, um, it could be way worse and it could be way tougher and I live a pretty good life. And so I'm very blessed to do it. But if you guys can't be patient and do a certain amount of work without the fame, without the praise, without the success and without the money, I'm sorry to say you're probably not going to reach your dreams. The goals aren't going to show up. However, if you show that you're willing to work like no one else, you can live a life like no one else. At least that's been my experience. And there's been you know, people far more talented than me and smarter than me. And I imagine that's been the experience for them as well. And it sure as fuck won't be easy. But like we know, nothing great in life really is. And I appreciate the heart. I really do. It sets you apart from everybody else. And if you approach each day with the work ethic 
and just an insane drive, man. Just like an insanity, you know, drive every day that most people can't even possibly fathom. You know, you too one day can be called a legend and quote unquote a success by random strangers of the world. Um, but in all seriousness, you guys, uh, if you're willing to be patient and do work, it'll pay off. Maybe not today, uh, maybe not next year, but the body of work and the effort that you put in year after year after year will grow and it will compound on itself and it will turn into something that you can stand on and look back and be super fucking proud of that you did the work and you and only you will really know what you sacrificed to get there and if you maxed out your true potential in life and then you can look back at what you did and what you built and appreciate all the struggles and all the shit you had to eat to become a legend, you know, one day in your field and your craft and your life. And I think the best part about it is this, is that it it all becomes content at the end of the day. It all becomes a story. It becomes part of who you are. It's ingrained in you. It's your DNA. It's part of your journey. It's just a chapter in the book. And without the hardships and the losses and without it taking so long, you wouldn't appreciate it as much. And I could give a a thousand examples of that, but it's like when... And again, I live in Scottsdale. It's an amazing place. I love it. It's beautiful. Um, A lot of the young kids that we get to come in, they get to drive really nice cars. And they're 16 years old. And they're driving $50,000 Jeep Rubicons. They're driving $50,000 BMWs. And respect. Your parents worked super hard. They gifted you something because you got good grades or you're just, you're not a complete asshole kid. I I think that's awesome. And I I think it's great for you. But as a 16-year-old kid driving a $50,000 car that you didn't earn a dollar for, you will never appreciate it like a person like me who, you know, bought a two, a used 2008 Honda Accord and four years old. I bought it in 2012. I've driven it for eight years now and I paid 17800 bucks for it cash, straight paper cash um, out of my backpack to the dealership for a car that had about probably 35, 40,000 miles on it. I appreciate that car, which I'm still driving to this day, even though it's getting it's getting rough, <laughs> but I'm still driving it. Um, I appreciate that way more than somebody who was gifted a $50,000 Jeep or BMW or Mercedes or whatever, because I earned it. And I think when you look back on your life and your journey of if it's creating a great body, if it's starting your own business, if it's having a successful marriage, if it's if it's raising amazing kids, if it's climbing the corporate ladder, if it's getting your doctorate, if it's getting a, a, a high school diploma, bachelor's degree, master's, I don't give a fuck what it is. If you took some knocks, some punches in the face on the way there, if you had a sacrifice and struggle and give up things and stay up late at night or get up early in the morning and push past pain and maybe cry and 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 sweat and you know maybe you know shed a little blood and some tears along the way you're going to appreciate that more than the person who was just handed it to you'll appreciate it more than the person who was just given it to the person who it naturally just came easy for and who got you know 97 helping hands along the way you will look back and be like wow I built this shit through all the struggles through all the sacrifice through all the hard work I did this and it will mean so much more to you than anybody else at least that's been my experience and that's how I feel as I speak to you guys today and that's why I'm so passionate about this because I've had to struggle. Um, it, it hasn't been easy. Nothing came super quick. I haven't had, you know, 19 you know different lottery ticket magic moments. It's just been little wins along the way and, you know, big losses along the way too and, and that's just part of the game. And so I think if you're willing to be patient 
and work hard and understand that everybody you look up to, everybody that you think is crushing it and doing great, whether it be they're, they're in great shape, they seem happy, they seem financially successful, they have a great life, great balance, great marriage, blah, blah, blah. They've taken a, a bunch of losses. They've struggled a lot. And for everything you see on the surface, there is literally miles and miles and miles of you know, roots underneath that that are layered in sacrifice, struggle, and effort. And you can't have, you know, the audacity to think that you won't be the same way. And that's okay. And that's what makes this special. And that's what makes every accomplishment in life worthwhile what it is. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Just my quick take. If any of you are out there and you're striving to do something right now in your life, you're at a certain station and you're trying to go from point A to point B, or you're trying to, you know, go to the next level, or you're just on a certain part of your journey, and you feel like, wow, for everybody else around you, it's it's so easy for them, and everybody's winning, and I'm losing. I promise you, it's not the case. It's just with the day and age we live in right now, you can see everybody fake winning on the internet, showing like they're doing super fucking awesome, when the reality is, maybe they are, and maybe they aren't, but we'll never really know, and all you can do is just understand. Take it from a guy here who had a negative net worth 10 years ago, I see her today. 10 years ago, my wife said I did I did fitness terrible, or I showed workouts terrible, and uh, I couldn't speak on camera, I had no social skills, I had no, you know, balance in my life, I was not the person you're listening to today, and just a decade later, I sit here like a completely changed, transformed human being, and I, I literally, if you would have told me this even seven years ago, that my life would be here at this point, this day, I would speak this way, talk this way, feel this way, look this way, move this way, and live this life, I would have thought it was not even humanly possible. But here I am. And again, many of you are far more talented and much smarter than me. So if I can do it, if you're willing to work and be patient, I promise you, you can too. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that quick rant on it won't happen overnight. It didn't happen for me overnight, and it won't happen for you overnight. But If you're willing to put in the work for a lot of nights, one day you will wake up and it will happen. You'll say, holy shit, that crazy-ass muscle dude on the internet was right. Thanks for listening. So anything else you guys want to hear in the podcast, shoot me a message, hit me up. I'm happy to record it. If I can speak on it with any intelligence whatsoever, I clearly will. If you're on iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five star and leave a comment, even a, a couple of lines or a sentence. I truly appreciate it. You guys are the oxygen that keeps this show rolling. If you're on your iPhone, it's on the podcast app. Same thing for the iPad. If you're on your MacBook, just click the iTunes icon, go to the podcast tab and hit Jeremy Scott Fitness. Boom. I appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, and again, if you have you know maybe a kid in college, high school, uh, you know, they're out of college or looking to make a, a jump in their professional career, they're not sure what they should do, or somebody who's an athlete or they're in somewhere on their fitness transformation journey and they're okay with swear words, send this podcast to them. I think it could do a lot more good than harm by them hearing somebody who has kind of lived through it and been through it at this point and has done something for more than a decade and sustained it. And the only way I did it was through hard work, effort, sacrifice, and patience. And I think a lot of people would be surprised that that's almost everybody's story out there because a lot of people, you know, just think it magically happens, but it didn't for me. And uh, I think that it's very, it's calming and relieving for other people to hear someone else's story. So give it a share. We have uh, Dee Levine coming on the podcast on Friday. She has over a million and a half people on YouTube and a very unique story, um, health, fitness-wise and business-wise. I think you guys will get a lot out of that. So that'll be coming Friday night. 
But anything else, just hit me up and I'll record it. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.